Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's called a stick it up there. Ah. Game. Wow. Shut up, Oilers. Shut up, Amy. Drunk. Beat it. Beat it. But Adams could have been a bigger miser, a hole jerk. I I don't know the last time I heard a human say miser. They call me heat miser. Thanks, Community Bank Studios. It's John and Lance. <laughs> I'm too much. Oh, yeah. He's Mr. Green. You hear that Jerry Lewis invitation in there? Oh, yeah. If you heard that, that was Gilbert's invitation of he did a Muhammad Ali and a Jerry Lewis. These Jerry Lewis invitations just, oh, yeah. So. Uh, Rockets lose last night. We haven't spent much time on that. We can talk a little bit more about it right now. Rockets fall to 13 and 11. They lose to a Cavalier team that did not have Darius Garland. They did not have Evan Mobley. They did have Donovan Spida Mitchell. And uh, he had what would be cons- what would be considered a big game yesterday uh, going against the Rockets over 40 last night in the 135 to 130. I think the final ended up being 135 to 130. They lost in overtime. The Rockets they had a chance to win it. Shingun missed a, a jumper at the end to uh, to win the game. They went to overtime, lost. Fred Van Vliet had a monster game, points and assists. Even grabbed eight boards. Got really close, 17 assists, eight boards. Got very close to a triple-double. Um, it was a big game for the Houston Rockets. And the Rockets are now, as we mentioned, 13-11. and 11. Um, It is a jammed-up West. A single loss can really cause you to... Well, so much time left. to tumble. Yeah. It's two losses in a row, though. Yeah, and they haven't played. Here's the problem: is they haven't played well defensively in these last two games. Here's Eme talking about the slippage that they've been having defensively. Slipping up defensively, two nights in a row. Some of the things that haven't gone well. Hey, yeah, it's a lot of inconsistencies, the same mistakes. Um, you know, you can go across the board, basically. Um, assignments on specific guys, um, lack of toughness, um, getting out hustled, out worked on the offensive glass, getting to shooters who were not, and, and closing out on guys who were not supposed to guard. So, kind of run the gamut across the board of things we didn't do well and haven't done well on the road. He just bullet pointed a defensive coach's checklist of things you're supposed to I mean, do. Does, that they didn't is do. He, he and Kelvin Sampson in the same city? I mean, talk about intensity and stickler to to discipline, stickler to uh, the fundamentals, stickler to play hard and work hard. Well, this is the they way are, you do it. Yeah, they're very much alike. I think even on Saturday, Calvin Sampson called Wade Taylor a soft-ass boy, too. So He did not he did call not him a no. soft-ass boy. He did he not would, do no. that. He would not have called him that <laughs> no. after that game. No. 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 <laughs> He did not say that at any point. <laughs> that was Ime to LeBron. And, and get, LeBron and was he wrong? Was he wrong? Oh, you hate LeBron, so yeah. I can't take you into this conversation and think it's we're gonna have an honest conversation about I mean, whether he's a soft ass boy or not. I just love the people I know it was just all tongue in cheek, but 
<laughs> Actually, it was Barry McCochran, whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, McCochner or McCochner. something. Yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> Michael Jordan never won an in-season tournament. True. It's true. Hey, Michael just, Jordan never won an facts. in-season tournament. Are the Lakers going to – they, are they going to drop a banner? They already raised it. Now they lost to the Knicks on the same night, but they did Good. it last night. Good for them. Good for them. They got an in-season tournament. Way, hey. way to go. Hey. They've got a banner to go along Look, with their, what, 17? I, I don't know in, if in 20, in 20 years people are going to care, but it's all stuff. this stuff all starts somewhere. And, and the model is European soccer where they have their in-season tournaments. It has so much history that they mean more. Maybe 25 years from now the in-season tournament will mean a great deal more. So, but obviously right now well, it's but the a Lakers laughable are, thing. Okay, so is this a Laker thing or an NBA thing? Because what they're trying to do is, I'll tell you what, be honest here. Did this become a bigger thing than you expected in year one? It was way bigger to the, for the fan reaction, and really more importantly, the player reaction was way bigger than I expected in year one. I, I thought it would just be like, eh. It was a much bigger deal to the players and the fans than I expected. I thought it was bigger. I, once the Rockets were out of it, I didn't care anymore, though. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. understandable. I mean, yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, I, I cared about that last game against Dallas that they win and right. go and get into it. Right. And I wanted to actually go to Vegas if yeah. they were going to be there. Absolutely. That would have been that would have been totally sweet. So I think so it was a bigger deal from it was a bigger deal than I expected it to be for the fans and to the players. It and so I think right by I think this is actually really smart by the Lakers and then potentially the league if the league helped push this is because you help make it a big thing like you have LeBron win it in year 1, you have Lakers win it in year 1. It's actually probably a pretty good thing for the league that they get a have a, their showcase that the new showcase that they really want to turn into a big deal is won by one of the greatest players of all time, uh, probably second, maybe third, depending on how you see LeBron. But we can talk about that. 713 780 3776. Is it LeBron? Is it Jordan? What are your thoughts? Uh, do you have a third player? Do you want to say Kobe's in there? Let's well, go ahead and talk about it, guys. 713 780 3776. It's LeBron. It's a dirty, filthy. It's LeBron topic. versus Jordan Radio. Call on again, guys. Just well, call in and let's talk. Please about it. don't do that. Please. But uh, I think it is a good thing that they do the whole band because this is the expectation now as you do this. And, and so you're trying to make this cup as big a thing as possible on the heels of uh, on the heels of what was, you know, a fun tournament. And, and actually, the floor grew on me a little bit. At first, it was like, oh. And after a while, I was like, eh, I don't mind the floors. The yeah. floors are fine. No, the floors They're are okay. fine. I thought it was cool. Some are better than others, cool. but yeah. And you too. knew it was a special game because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Dallas Silver. screwed it up. They didn't know how to do it, but yeah. I give Adam Silver credit. He's yeah. he's getting better. At, like, my guy is the best at making things big. Oh, my God. Like, the Super Bowl. Nothing's bigger than the NFL Super Bowl. Cr- nothing's bigger that's than the Pro Bowl. That's not his idea, by the nothing's way. Nothing's bigger than. You're aware he made that's not his up. idea. Roger Goodell made up the Super Bowl. He made the Super Bowl big. Oh, he did. Oh, it wasn't did. big before Roger Goodell. Not before Roger came in. What's I mean, it's big, but it wasn't as big as the World did Series. He do? What specific things did he do to make it bigger? Uh, Pause. Brought advertising in, brought, uh, brought, you know, Taglibu had people dropping their tops and whatnot. Roger cleaned it up. <laughs> Roger came in, cleaned up the halftime shows, brought Missy Elliott back. Oh, okay. Roger do love Missy. Uh, turned it into an all-day event. He made the... He he made mm, the he red carpet. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you guys seen the schedule release party? I, it's like a seven hour thing now. That's not a Super Bowl thing. The no. draft used to be two days. Now it's three days, and it's in prime time on a Thursday. Did moving around the country? Yeah, moves it around the country. Yeah, it's not just in New York all the time. Now we're going to start moving the combine around. Like he's making football big. <laughs> huh? 
Well, is that what you think? Fantasy football's no. never been bigger. He brought gambling into football. Come on, Dell. I feel this, like you're I feel making like, a lot of stuff up. I feel like you asking up. me this question. This is the easiest softball for me to knock out of the park. I feel of all like time. you've lied the, throughout yeah. your your little rant there. He didn't start moving the Super Bowl. Tell me, show me where the lies were told. Mm. Start moving the Super Bowl. Mm. Super Bowl <clears throat> always moved. Well, but he was the first to move Super Bowl and the draft. I feel like you need to take your knee pads off and. No, you, 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 you got a job at the NFL. Okay, you got a job. Well, yeah, my it, contract's though. up in June. Oh, is it? You, yeah. Okay. No and wonder. You, and you think so? And you think tickling we'll sure his undercarriage? I'm on the right side you? of justice here. You want to make sure I'm on the right side of the commissioner? You think tickling his undercarriage is going to help you okay. keep that job? Tell me what. Tell me what brings in more money now. Super Bowl now or Super Bowl 30 years ago? Oh, and you think that has to do with Roger, just not how TV yeah, works? Yeah, I do. Not, it's not inflation. No. Yes, I do. No. Hmm. Yes, I do. It's odd. it's odd that you're giving him so much credit. Tickets don't go no, for under a thousand dollars face value. No, it's not, not odd. I know it's not yeah. odd. I'm just saying. Yeah, eh, those are not connected. You no. just made you just made the connection. Yep. Uh, time to talk about my people over at HR and Company P. Man. Uh, what's that? I thought you were the company man. Yeah, Lance, no, no, the company no. man. Depends on the day. HRP, HRP.net. I'm a company man. Okay, I am nothing but a company man. That's what I'm all about. Work. And just grind, nose to the grindstone, day in, day out. That's what I do. And you know what? And I get paid for it. And I get paid because, and I know that my paycheck is always going to be right. You know, we have so many different ways that we pay people here. Salary, uh, commission, hourly, it, uh, it, you know, bonuses, all kinds of stuff. And it's so easy. It's so good. HRMP is there for us. Ask Laura. In, in, she's she's a one-woman uh, department payroll department in there because HRMP does it all. She is our CFO and she takes care of everything and she can do that because she doesn't have to worry about payroll. She doesn't have to worry about taxes. She doesn't have to worry about the Affordable Care Act and all that goes into it. We would have, you know, with as many employees as we have, I don't know how many uh, people we would have in that payroll department. We got Laura and that's it. And because of that, because of HRMP and HRMP will do that same thing for you and your business. It, it doesn't matter how many employees you have. They're just great at it. If you're looking at your business this this holiday season and you're at the end of the year, why don't you look at the way that you're doing stuff? Let HRMP come and give you an evaluation of the way that you're doing it and how much money they can save you. Just go to HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5.com. Iocane powder. All you walls, nightmares, I'm about to come through. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Well, the quarterback carousel in college football. How about Kyle McCord going to Syracuse? That's odd. That's an odd choice. They have a new coach, right? Yeah. Or they hired yeah, they, he was getting a ton of money from Nebraska. Of course, good? Oh, of well, course, Rayola went there. Dominic Rayola is going to, not Dominic, Dylan Rayola. Dylan Dominic, is, Dominic is the legacy. Dominic is the, yeah. The lineman who played there. Right, right, right. But he, Dylan Rayola's uncle works there. Is the offensive line coach there. Where? At uh, Nebraska. I'm surprised they didn't get him from the outset. Honestly. Yeah, well, George is kind of, that's kind of a big deal. Georgia versus, yeah. yeah. Especially when you're the top prospect. And, but, um, 
It's uh, Kyle McCord. Honestly, when you watched him, did he feel like he was a big-time quarterback? No, no, but it's a talent for Syracuse, someone they wouldn't normally yeah. get. Yeah, and Syracuse no, good for Syracuse. Yeah. I just didn't feel like he's one of these guys that you're uh, – and maybe I'm, you know, Bo Nix is also going to be a first-round pick. So it ha- you get better. You grow and you get better. But I, I never came away watching McCord this year thinking, that is a dude. So, and speak, we'll stick with the quarterbacks. Dylan Gabriel's at Oregon, and then they got a commitment from Dante Moore, who was the a freshman starter at UCLA, threw a lot of interceptions. He mentioned going there to sit and develop, which will be what he will do behind Dylan Gabriel. So Oregon has their next two quarterbacks wow. lined up. AJ Swan headed to LSU. Yes, the Van is he a Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt quarterback? Vanderbilt quarterback. The two guys who knew who that was. Uh, no one knows who AJ Swan is. AJ Swan. We, he we started. He started but double eleven starts over the last couple of years there. Um. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Nussmeyer's coming back, but Nussmeyer's been there When does the transfer years. window close? I think it shuts down at the – is it the same time as signing day? Signing day's on How Wednesday. many transfer windows are there? there are two. In college football as opposed to soccer. Um, How many do we have in soccer, Dell transfer window? That's all this is, is transfer window. depends on the league, um, but it, what you're following, they come at different times depending on the league. Honestly, I, this really could become – International soccer, where we do transfers, where teams have to pay other teams for players they take. Well, that's what you suggested on. I, I suggest I actually think it's a great idea because if you're going to take a player, the play the team that invested the time and commitment to recruit them to 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 foster their initial growth and all that stuff, uh, they used a scholarship for that player. They should get compensated. So, well, if they play, and that- that's what happens in soccer. And then if you use Chip Kelly's mm-hmm. method. You really could have relegation, too. If you play this game about you need a transfer fee, then then universities will have to, not that they're not contributing anyway, directly pay the players because now we're a, bit, well, a professional model. So you get a transfer you fee, but you're paying a chip, salary. Yeah, you have to use the Chip Kelly model. To do that. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the TV money has to be. And they don't want to do that. Has to be evenly dispersed. They're not interested in that, though. No, no, no. Not the. One no. thing I've noticed is that wealthy people, typically, the no. wealthiest teams, organizations, people, they don't typically like making changes when they're when they're on top. They get the biggest yeah, cut of the pie. So a couple of quarterbacks still on the market and might be a domino effect. Cam Ward, who has visited Miami and Florida State in back-to-back days, um, he is still out there. Rumor had it Louisville could have had Cam Ward and they dropped the bag. Yeah, well, apparently Miami – Allegedly, is dropping in the two-point-something area for Cam Ward, allegedly. Wow. Uh, we'll see if that's a real number. <laughs> DJ, your favorite, DJ Uyunglele, also visited Florida State. So it appears, and, and also, um, what's his name? Will Howard from Kansas State went to visit Miami, visited USC. Um, so Will, he, Will committed to Washington yesterday. Well, he did? That's uh-huh, out I there? saw it on a player's oh, – well, no, no, wait. No, 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 no. I don't think so. No, that's not a Not final, Will Howard. Uh, no, you're right. Who – who committed to Washington yesterday? I was looking at somebody's page. I don't know. To Washington? Yeah. Some quarterback just committed to Washington yesterday. No idea. No. So, Will Howard visited USC. He's still on the market. He's visited Miami. Uh, so, those dominoes will fall. DJ, Cam, Will Howard, and then uh, there'll be a shakeout from there. Yeah. KJ Jefferson's in the portal, former Arkansas quarterback. He's out there, too, now. So those, but I like the window closes pretty quickly. He hasn't visited anywhere, so he may be a, a guy who who gets into the second window after having some time to think. So this window ends January second. 
Okay. Will Rogers, that's who it was. Not Will Howard. Yeah, Will, Will Rogers, Rogers from Mississippi State. Okay. Right, right. He committed. Uh, you but, know, the dirty little secret is a lot of teams are happy. Like, I've heard Arkansas is kind of happy KJ left because you get to move on. Um, I, here's a question. Do you think Texas would have liked for Arch to leave, would have liked for Quinn to leave? I've heard that. I've heard that kind of whispered behind the scenes that they wouldn't have minded him moving on, so they could have made sure they hung on to Arch. I think Arch that is going to stay. Dis- it was an interesting discussion when it when it happened when Quinn Ewers decided that he was going to say the show before ours. The female on there, I don't know her name, Amber Wilson. Amber Wilson was on there saying, uh, "This is awful, awful, awful for Texas." It's Arch's team for the future, and Arch needs to start, and Arch needs to be there. But Quinn's not ready yet. Quinn's not ready yet, and if you want to know the truth, you'd rather have Quinn Ewers than than Arch. Uh, For a chance next year. Now, does anything change? Because he said he's coming back. Does anything change with a big performance if they win national championship and he plays well in two games? Because there's definitely – listen, against Washington, he can end up having a big game. And then uh, Alabama or Michigan, um, eh, those are both pretty good defenses. I'd say Michigan's better than Alabama. Michigan really hadn't played a whole lot of offense this year. They played, in fact, some of the worst offenses yes. that you've ever seen in your life. But, uh, I mean, I don't know if they played Nebraska, but my gosh, Nebraska, Illinois, Iowa. Oh, goodness gracious. No, awful. Penn State with uh, Allred. Uh, is it Allred? They're awful freshman quarterback, the guy who's supposed to be really good, who played really bad against Ohio no, it's State. it's not all red, but, yeah, I know who you're talking Allard. about. Yeah. Yeah. So, Drew Allard, I think. But you have, um, I don't know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Quinn Ewers could be the supposed MVP of a championship run for Texas. That's not out of the question. Does that change Quinn Ewers? I still think that could change Quinn's thought to come out. So, so if Quinn does have a huge game and does come out, is it, does it change the order? No. He might be fourth, but he's not going to get picked ahead of Jaden Daniels. He's not going to get picked ahead of Drake May or Caleb Williams. Nope. But but so what? If I'm him, I'm going later. I'm going to a better team. Probably. Unless a bad team trades up. Yes. Right. Which is possible. Well, but this is probably, okay, is Jaden Daniels going to be a, a top 10 pick? Would you want to be a Patriot? If you were the, because yes. it doesn't mean what it used to mean. Would you want to be a patriot if you're Quinn Ewers with no Bill yes. Belichick? You would. Yes, absolutely. Why? Because they're probably going to be more offensive minded this next time. And secondly, but you're starting over you with don't head have coach. Any competition? Right. Well, no, that's true. But it might be good if you had somebody there. Well, if you're drafted in the first, you don't have competition. But recent history suggests you want to go someplace. That has invested in something that'll help you win. They have get there. crappy wide. They and don't have not a great offensive line and no wide receivers. To That's actually, of. I think, one of the sneaky, terrible places. So, to so go. if you were a quarterback last year, would you ever say, "I want to go to the Texans"? Well, they look tra- at how it's turned. They draft the tank, year. right? You could draft, uh, yeah. and you could hire no, the right. The wide guy. receiver room was thought to be the worst in the NFL. Well, if not the sh- Titans, sure, but they in- yeah. they've invested in that. You look at the Patriots. They have old, slow guys who don't get open, so they're going to have to well, invest in that. But it better be, it better not be Bill Belichick. I, I think because he has a, no history of finding wide receivers. The Patriots in the draft. have. I know the but Patriots Bill have. Belichick, a, but Belichick's gone. You don't want to go to. We don't want to go to a Bill that, Belichick team. He's no. 
He really has been really yeah. terrible at he, minor receiver. We, he's reported okay. that he's gone. He's got but, three in his in his docket, right? Yeah. Randy Moss, who came over, who, who needs to evaluate Randy yeah, Moss. Yeah, you don't need to. Julian Edelman, phenomenal job by, by that staff. And then Wes, Wes Welker. Welker, who came over, frankly, from the but Chargers. But you're talking the Dolphins. But you're talking about guys from the 2000. Well, Edelman's more recent, but the other guys in the aughts. Moss and Welker from the right. 2000s, you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't want to play on a Bill Belichick. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah, apparently he Rob, hires defensive coordinators to be offensive. Apparently Robert Kraft hasn't who even made up his mind just, yet. Who, who did that defensive coordinator who's now destroying the Eagles. Well, they, is, uh, well, they demoted Desai for whatever reason, and then they bring Patricia in. I know why they demoted Desai. They weren't happy with him. Patricia gives up a 90-plus yard drive to Drew Locke to lose the game. So right. great for you guys. And he, well, he had Bradbury one-on-one out there. When he's not good. Did you see Bradbury that coverage? Has, Bradbury has not been he's not very good this year. Their secondary is a problem. Well, we'll slay her. They're old I mean, and, I mean honestly, old and slow. they're is, not the same team. This is They should have been beaten by the Cowboys earlier this year. They should have been beaten by the Bills. Yep. I mean, this really is not the same team. We could, be look, we could be looking at a five-game losing streak for the Eagles right now. Um, it's clearly, I mean, it's clearly Dallas and San Francisco as your top two teams. Dallas after what you saw? Against the Bills, you yeah. think Dallas? I think is just Dallas top is two? better than I think Dallas. Are they better than Detroit? Yeah, I think so. I think Dallas is better. Well, yeah. along uh, Dallas got beat by a hot Bills. Listen, team. listen, Dallas has been very, very good until that game. If where the Eagles win and the Cowboys have to go on the road for their first game, they might lose that first game. They, They're a different team. Well, not, they could. Not they could. The NFC South. But I think it, if you just clear the deck and we bus. go, who? Are, let's start drafting teams, and you got a chance to. You know, you win. You win a hundred thousand dollars if your team wins. First pick is San Francisco. I said. I think second pick is Dallas. If you, I don't think it's a line. If you give me get Dallas at home, sure, but they're much different yeah, on the road. Different. Well, they're going to be at home if they're the two seed. But yeah, you're right. Not, Dallas, not against the, yeah. The Eagles still have the jump on them, don't they? Uh, no. By a game or are they tied? Well, the, no. Well, the, the e- Cowboys got the jump. The on currently them. the Cowboys are ahead because they've played more yeah. division games and yeah. have a. But they both only have one loss in the division, so that could wind up tied. The Eagles, ha- the Eagles have the Giants twice and the Cardinals. Oh, that's all they have left. Yes, Ooh. yeah, it's pretty friendly. Dallas yeah. goes have to you guys, Miami. Have y'all seen Sunday. the? Have y'all seen the? Uh, when we come back. We'll go over the uh, the schedule of all the teams shoot. I mean, the Texans are legitimately shooting for a place. Look to at play. the Cowboys' yeah. schedule. They go to Miami, host the Lions. The Eagles are probably going to. Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Probably going to fit. Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas, yeah, I mean, much Dallas is going to win 12 at most. They're going to lose one of those other two. Yep. And then the Eagles should go 13 and 4. Yep. All right, we got to break it here. Someone 3780. I, I say that, but. 3776. Hey, right right oh, now. Oh, you got to face Tommy DeVito. Who beats Tommy DeVito twice? Um, well, if the Saints played him again, they'd beat him again. Probably, but. Who now beats Tommy DeVito <laughs> twice? Nobody. Uh, who beats John Daspit? Nobody. Nobody beats John Daspit. That guy has a win. <laughs> His winning percentage in court is absolutely outrageous. And John Daspit will passionately pursue justice for the injured. That's what he does. John Daspit is extremely good at it. He works tirelessly, night and day. When you have John Daspit on your side, when you have his law firm on your side, when you have lawyers who work for John Daspit on, on your side, you have the very best. And they are like, you know, I mean, they are like bulldogs. They are just all over the case. They don't let up. They're there working on the weekends. Or they're working late at night to make sure that they do their very best for you because you've been badly injured through an accident from someone else. John and I were talking just last night about, refinery blasts and what happens in that and 
the big case back in the 2005 where we had the severe loss of life. There's some really terrible accidents that happen, and you need someone who is going to fight for you with the insurance company because once it's all said and done, the insurance company is trying, as always, they're trying to disallow as much as possible and keep the payments as low as possible. John Daspa does the other thing. He says, look, I'm going to fight for all your medical bills, your pain and suffering, your physical therapy, any surgeries, and we're going to fight to make sure that you are compensated and taken care of for something that was not your fault. Make sure that John Daspit is on your side. Daspit Law Firm, 10 different offices around the state of Texas, and they're growing outside the state by the day. 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW. Or go to DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, what happened? I got a real red wagon. I can't do my work. Currently in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5. Yeah, did you see Dylan Cease is out there on the market? It would be nice. I thought immediately, man, how about Dylan Cease in this rotation? No chance. Zero chance. Not Wh- interested. Why? Not in- They're not interested in spending money, didn't you hear? What if you deal Kyle Tucker for him? Not head-to-head. I'd actually want more. Uh, Cease is a free agent, I believe. Oh, I'm not interested in signing players. What, what do you? I'm rolling with Jim Crane. We're not... Well, you could. We're not trade. signing guys. You could still trade. Kyle well, we Tucker need and... the we need the contract. He's got to already agree to a contract, and that's the part we don't like that much. Um, I got to see what we're what, we're not a bit we're not big in a signing free agents other than now Bagwell will get guys signed when they're free agents. Yes, that's what he does. Jeff is he's a free agent signer. Yeah, that's what he does. Sometimes he likes to push the market, like he'll push value in the market. He absolutely does. Um, so yeah, I, this is the hot stove league is just a time where Astros fans, we can talk about things. Oh no. He's only going into the second. Oh, they're both going into their second arbitration year. Dylan Cease and Kyle Tucker. Yeah. Interesting. I think Kyle Tucker is more valuable than Dylan Cease to this team now. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, 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 but you could use, are you kidding? A two. Two hammer, three hammers at the top. Yeah, but if Fromber levels out and Christian Javier makes a little comeback this year and gets back to like what we saw in the postseason with Justin Verlander, you're fine. Where would you be with? I mean, let, we just have to be honest about this. I don't know that Jordan's going to be a 148 game player every year. I'm not, of course, I'm not saying 162. He's going to have time off, but Jordan it bothers me that he's had an issue with both knees, the wrist the hand, the oblique. Like it kind of bothers me. He's a big man who takes big swings. Uh, I don't like seeing him in the outfield anymore after he almost shredded his entire lower body on that slip near the fence. Um, I don't, you know, it's not, I'd rather not lose the actual bat that stays in the lineup and has been pretty consistent through the year. Okay, Tucker and Hunter Brown for Cease and Luis Robert. Luis Robert. Who says no? That's interesting. Who says no? I can already tell you. Astros say no. I don't know. Astros won't do that. Dylan, could you imagine Verlander, Cease, Fromber, 
Javier. Is Cease better at his job than, than Tucker is at his job? Well, you also got Luis Robert. Robert yeah. So. Uh, Robert is above yeah. Hunter Brown. Yeah. No, I've not. Who says no? You're but dumb. See, but see, none of this would happen. Well, That's what I'm saying. The Astros don't do this stuff. That's why we can play these games. And I, I'm fine with playing the hypothetical games. It's fun. I don't have a problem with fans, you know, you, thinking about trade scenarios. It's when, never happening. When the Texans went up and beat Cincinnati, Jim Crane was with his good friend Cal, and he met up with Mike Brown, and they bonded over being – They the, didn't. He was not with Mike Brown. They bonded over being the broke he boys. He was not with Bidwell and Brown. No, he did they, not – it was not. He, he met with Mike Brown. They the hung Bidwells out. and the Browns. He met with Mike. Oh, the Cardinals are in town too. Um, he met Drayton with McClain. Well, he, now you see exactly what I was been, been so, dealing with, Jim. It is real hard to Jim win. Likes to, Houston doesn't sports team. Jim Crane likes to, you know, get feedback from other owners of different sports. So he talked to Bidwell and talked to Mike Brown, and they bonded. They're now the Broke Boys. They call themselves the Broke They're not Boys. The Broke Boys. They don't have a tech string. Robert they do under team control through twenty seven. That's great. Now, Twelve. That's music 15, to my 20 ears. Twenty and twenty. Yeah. We're gonna limit. We're gonna limit your pay structure. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm a miser. <laughs> you like that for, for? I'm a miser for professional <laughs> players. I like that. Well, for, I just think that they need to give players, us hometown for, discount for baseball players. He loves when other people are limited in their earning yeah. potential. Well, I want people to give me more money, and no one does. So, so you want to inflict that on others? That's right. That's right. And I want hate. I want hateful. minimum wage up. I want people to. Make livable wages, and I want to limit the people who are making all the money that could be going to me. This is great idea. <laughs> this is a wonderful idea. To each his own. To each his. <laughs> what is the communist saying? Uh, to each is not his own, but uh, I don't know. We learned about communism, Very capitalism, good for socialism. Everyone. We we learned ca- communism, capitalism, socialism yeah. in high school. Now I think they just teach. Okay, we'll teach communism and socialism. That's. <laughs> We're not doing the capitalism. We're not going to do that anymore? It's terrible. You know what's been great so far? These other isms are doing great around the world. Let's do. Let's get Ryan in here. He wants to talk Astros. What do you say, Ryan? Uh, Good morning, fellas. Uh, Yeah, I wanted to bring up, you know, do you think that Jim Crane and everybody over in the Astros building, they're just overstuffed and they're just like, Oh, it's the status quo. You know, we're going to leave players alone. We don't need to go get anybody. Everybody's going to pay bukus of money to come see us anyway. You think they're just kind of raking in all the dollars before they kind of go under? And I'm sorry if I sound pessimistic about the Astros. I love my throat. They were just a game away from the World Series. Well, what he's saying, though, is... A game away. Are they status quo? Yes, they're status quo to an extent. But it's not for the... You made it sound like... How about they're they're very good? No, I know. What... What Ryan made it sound like is it doesn't matter. You are coming to see us anyway, so we're just going to ride this money until no, it, they until are it not breaks. Saying that. That's not the way. Now, are they being status quo on their team? Yeah, I do think they have some status quo there. Well, I don't think yeah, they're going to make trades. They got a lot of good players. I don't think they're going to make trades. Why would we trades. change? We got a Jeff, lot of good players. But you know what Jeff Luno would do? Let's go get Michael Brantley as a free agent. Let's go pay for or let's go trade for Garrett Cole. My, he understood that you had to continue to supplement. And I'm not saying Dana Brown doesn't recognize that. What I am saying, though, he is... He had a lot more leeway with money than Dana Brown does. You think Dana so? Dana Brown's hands are why, tied. Why would that be? Because, because he's they're already luxury at tax? the CBT. We're going to need to raise that. 
we're going to raise that I mean, number. Luno had a lot of leeway that, that Dana Brown does. Well, because he was on. You don't think Dana Brown would like to make some moves? He had that leeway because he was not paying George. He, well, he thinks it's a good idea to start Jake Myers in center? You think that? God. He said he made it sound he like he did. he goes home to his wife? Wow. You know who we got, honey? Jake Myers. I don't know. He goes home to his wife. He's very she's positive. Like, Why are you? You're in, you're in such a mood where he snaps at her. And she, you're in such a mood today. What is wrong with you, Dana? I had to say publicly that Jake Myers is starting. Okay? I had to say that what publicly. What did you do today? Knowing that Larry Zerline's out there killing me. Not just starting. Every single day. Didn't he call him a star? A star. star. I had to, I had to say. Well, you didn't have to call him a star. I saw the press <laughs> conference. You didn't have to say that he had star Dana potential. Uses superlatives or whatever. now. Stud. Well, you know, I got it. I got Jacob a, Milton's a stud. Yeah. J- Jake Myers is a star. Okay. Star potential. Dana, we got we got Altuve, we got Jordan, we First, got Tucker, Dusty we got Verlander. Dusty Those let me, are studs. Dusty wouldn't let me start Yiner, and then now I gotta. <laughs> Now I have to start Jake Myers. I mean, I didn't leave Atlanta for this. <laughs> well, I guess we did. I guess you did. I guess you did. I got Tucker's going to be leaving. I got Bregman. I can just—it's the Titanic. I can see the iceberg coming. Where I'm going to lose these guys. And I, I'm, I'm going to shoot Dana Brown some bail. A report called Jake Myers a star. What he said is, we want to see what Myers can do. The defense is pretty special. If he turns the corner of the bat, it's a pretty good player. He never called him a star because not even he. That's that right. Far. It was that dumb headline. Yeah. That's right. It's the dumb headline. You see how quickly, though, the internet changes it? Well. And that we changed it. Well, we we also call Chaz Fatso because of Chandler Rome's report on pudding. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, don't say we. we do. I don't call it's that man Fatso. He left Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Albies, and now he's got Jake Myers. Well, he has Jordan. And well, yeah, I know he does. He's got a rental on Tucker. He's got a lease option. Well, actually, big balloon payments coming up at the end of Tucker's deal. How'd that postseason go Tucker for the Braves? Lease. How'd that go postseason go for the Braves? I feel like the Astros just do leases. Like, we lease Kyle Tucker. We had a five-year five right lease That's on him. You heard. That's all I we know. got on him. And there's a huge balloon payment. Like, who ever pays the balloon payment at the end of the lease? <laughs> Nobody. No one. Ever. 713-780-3776 is the number. I'm talking about Chastain Ford now. And you don't do balloon payments on your car either. Don't do that. No, that's ridiculous. Well, you know, you can lease at, at Chastain Ford as well. You can lease. You can own. I wanted to buy my F-150 Lightning. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. You can decide on how you're going to do it. You can. And But here's the deal is Chastain Ford is going to find you the best financing that they possibly can. I've told the story a few times is that, you know, Ford, they want, they, they would love for Chastain Ford. Yeah, just use Ford financing. No, Chastain Ford said, no, there's a better interest rate over at this bank. And that's what we did. And that, it's like, we don't care if Ford wants us to use their financing. We're going to use the best one for you. And that's what they're doing for you. They're trying to find you. To, they want to get you into those payments that fit you, okay? That car that fits you. Not them. Not more money. No add-ons. No markups. They're not doing that. They're going to get you all the rebates they possibly can. They want to get you into that car. And you know what? They're going to ask you, hey, how much do your payments, what's the, what's the max that you can pay? And they're going to try to get you under that. 
They don't want you choking on these payments. They want you to have the best car buying experience you could possibly have, and that's what happens every time at Chastain Ford. I love them. You're going to love them. If you're looking for that uh, Ford car, especially this holiday season, a great thing. If you're going to give that starter car to that kid, get over to Chastain Ford. Now they got them on the lot ready for you at 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown, or you can do it all online at ChastainFord.com. ESPN 975.com Fighter of the Night Man. You're a master of karate and friendship for everyone. Damn Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Can we get Rake Myers a chin strap for his helmet? No, Art. We're not getting him a chin strap. What if Jake Myers has a huge year, and then how are you you and your dad going to regret that? All the stuff that you've said about him. Not me. I don't care about him one way yeah. or another. Yeah. Because we say that about Chaz. What did we say about Chaz? We love Chaz. Well, Chaz wasn't. No, Chaz wasn't. When he used to be a strikeout guy, we were like one of Jake. <clears throat> no one wanted Jake. Well, yeah. There was a time. Maybe you, you did. You just like to try to avoid it. Remember, no. it was Jake before. Who did you like in, in Chicago when you were at the White Sox game and Jake was crashing into a wall and hurting his shoulder? We were Jake Myers people then. We were a Jake Myers radio station. We were a Jake Myers city. No, we were, not. we were not a Chaz McCormick City. We were a Jake Myers City at not that time. All about the Chaz. Oh, no, you're forgetting. Before the there Chaz. was a chomp, we had Jake on our mind. We wanted Jake in center field. No. Jake was the guy. I always loved Puddin'. Jake. Always Jake. loved him. Jake. Jake. No. And then it turned into Chaz. 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 But we didn't get to as many Chazes because we had to pretend like we we're out of breath like Chaz is because he's so fat. You lean, why do you give him a chance to lean into this? Why do you lean into this? It's funny. That's why. My dad's like, why do people, so people, why'd you say I said that about Jake? I said, because it's true. He goes, yeah, but you probably shouldn't say it. I said, dad, it's funny. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Dad. Other people, that's, don't worry after, about going after Jake, he is not a protected category. No, you can go right after him. It's no big deal. Jake um, is an Italian. Jake, Italians are not prote- in, in regards to making fun of him and no one it doesn't matter yeah yeah like we like to, what tommy devito is people are now starting to say oh, okay and it's really his agent is going so italian now that they're like people are saying okay we're cu- starting to turn on you a little bit now this whole cutlet thing and it, like it's too much like we can put up with italians only so much john and this is why <laughs> no i mean right del what are you no, talking del, about come on well, I'm like, Don't you know try that. to bring me into this. Like we you as a society, like a, we'll put up with your Italian, Italian stuff for a while, but once you start calling spaghetti sauce gravy, like every single day. It gets a little old for It's us. gravy, okay? And that's what it is. And so I don't care if you like it or don't like it. It doesn't matter to Eggplant's me. made for baba ganoush. It's not made for... Yeah, you know, I'm not going to... I'm not having I'm an not eggplant into the sandwich. Egg, I'm not, not getting that. into the eggplant discussion. No, yeah, we're no, not doing that. No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> I said, don't, say, don't say that, Lance, okay? Yeah, don't say eggplant. You're getting into a neighborhood you don't want to be in, all right? <laughs> into the Italian neighborhood. What? Bedford Stuvasan? <laughs> I know. I, I was told bed is not for 
It's just for the Italians. I get it, John, okay? Right. But we're doing all this. We're dressing up in these hats and this, that, and the other. You know. How are we dressed today? Like a golfer. That's how we dress. No, you're okay. not Italian like Sean Stellato. We yeah. already does. He wears the horn. You're half. Yeah, yeah you're I'm only half, half Italian. No, half half I didn't Italian. say half. A. I said half you're Italian. half. That's a different thing. <laughs> you're half Italian. Half Italian. Half only Italian. Only the good half. So now we want him to like, you know what, just have... Okay, a meatball sandwich is fine. That's fine. That's not gonna. Yeah, you know, it's not over the what about top. About a combo, Italian sausage and beef. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I was trying to tell oh. the Italian. Yeah, the combo downstairs at a Burger Chain. I was trying to tell them about they do hot dogs. They're really good. And I said something about Chicago dogs. She goes, "Oh yeah, we don't have those peppers." But we. I said, "No, no, no." I said, "It's something else." And I said, "Oh, it's got beef on it." Also, it's like, no. What is it? What not is the it? Dogs. No, well, then what's the sandwich that you have? Combo. Italian but what's a combo? Italian sausage and beef. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you said a hot dog. Well, I mean, it's a sausage. It's not a... Oh, my God. It's kind of like a hot dog for Italians. Oh, I've done this for 25 years. <laughs> you don't know the difference between a hot dog and Italian sausage. No, I know the difference. I, mean, I forgot it's Italian sausage. Oh, my God. That's really good. The combo is really good. Yeah. That's what they need to be making down in Burger Chan. <laughs> yeah, they don't know how... Um, okay, we were going to talk about the playoffs. All right. Okay? Just outside the playoffs are the Houston Texans. We're officially number eight. Okay. So. Buffalo is now nine. Buffalo is nine. Pittsburgh is ten. And Denver is 11. And who's seven? Seven is Indy. All oh. right. Jacksonville still has a division. Oh, yeah. Indy's in. Indy's yeah. in. Cincinnati's eight and six. They're in. And Cleveland is nine and five. We've got Cleveland, we've got uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, and the Colts left. All right, Indianapolis. Okay, right now Houston is number eight because of its five and four record in the AFC games. Buffalo is four and five, so they're nine. Cincinnati's ahead of us because of its wins over Buffalo and Indianapolis. Even though they lost to us, they've got two wins over them. Indianapolis is in because of its 6-4 and four record in the AFC games. Now, the Texans have three AFC games left. Kind of a big deal. The, I think the Colts game, at the last game of the season, who knew that the Colts game, last year it meant being, picking number one or, or number two. And this year, it's po- quite possibly a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, how... My how things changed. How they have changed. And both the Texans and the Colts are drafting inside the top four picks last year. And both of them now fighting for a playoff yeah. spot. Yep. How about that? Two new coaches. Yeah. It's uh, kind of a big all deal. All that. All changed. And, oh, by the way, now doing it without. By the way, yeah, it doesn't It doesn't look like. C.J. Stroud has an event today, and it doesn't look like he's going to it. And I think his mom is well, going to be If you're concussion protocol, should you? Yeah. And because bright lights. And I think he was supposed to shoot a commercial today as well. And he just can't do it. So because of his, uh, because of the bright light. So, um, ooh, no. that's still a bright light issue. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. That's not good at all. If you know, listen, that's the the word I got from a very very reliable source. So, um, hopefully, hopefully, CJ, I, I'm I'm going to go into this week just thinking CJ ain't going to be there. That's where I am. Yeah, and you got the the biggest. This is the biggest game of the year. You're Another playing a team one? that's ahead of you in the playoff race. You're playing a team. If you beat them, their record gets worse. Your your draft pick gets better. You're playing a team that you have to stay. You want to keep pace in the playoff race. Now, every single last week was. 
I've heard some real hyperbole about last week's game and where that ranks in Texans history. Where would you rank it, or would you even rank it? Not in the top twenty. <sighs> really? No. No, really. It was a. It's a. It's a good win. It's a fun win. But well, it's. I mean, it was. First of all, well, against defense, all odds, the defense played great with was, all the injuries that you had. Yeah. Against the team that 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 was sticking it to you with your own uniform. I like all that stuff, but honestly, like, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being too hard on it, but I'm not going to look. I'll look at it. It's it's completely different. It's because you stuck stuck it to them in the Oiler thing. Okay, it's hard because it wasn't a good game. The offense wasn't very good. The defense played great. You played against a team that wasn't very good. You had a bunch of players missing, but it was against all odds. Even if, now granted, the point spread was only whatever three three you were and a down. Half. Like you it's were not down like thirteen to nothing. But you were down thirteen to nothing. I don't know. It's hard. You know what game? Okay, I'll give you examples of games off the top of my head. Uh, the Buffalo playoff Cowboys game. game, Buffalo playoff game. Uh, when I say Cowboys, the very first game ever, the, the Denver Broncos game, games. where Matt Schaub had his ear ripped off. The T.J. Yates uh, Cincinnati game where they made the playoffs for the yep. first time. Yep, I would say, um, yeah. yeah, for sure. We're. Dude. I mean, and, and and if you don't get to the playoffs, then this game it, had, it takes on a lot less meaning. Yes, but it takes on a but it's but then it, but it's an emotional win for you. It takes on less meaning. But it means no less in terms of sticking it to the Titans on their Oiler day. That's never yeah. going to change. No. That's a special kind of. That's almost in a different category. But I can think of some really good when the Texans kicked the Colts' ass and Arian Foster. Uh, of course, they weren't good that year. They only yeah, won that was six games. Two thousand ten, right? That was two thousand and ten. Is when they only won six games, but they lost a bunch of them late to the was Jets. That the first time that they'd beaten the Colts. Yes, yeah. and Arian crushed them in the offensive line and they were ready to be really good they just kept losing kareem jackson was bad his rookie year and they just kept finding ways to lose but um but actually that game was awesome that's a that's the juggernaut you beat a healthy peyton manning and marvin harrison and and uh reggie wayne and you did it because you dominated them on the ground that was a great feeling in that game it was at houston the first game of the year i remember um so there's different things that I remember more fondly, but this is Case Keenum well, and a yeah. bunch of in the land of misfit toys who went up and beat, eh, frankly, some misfit toys themselves. Well, in to, and to stay in the playoff hunt with yeah. you know, as 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 undermanned as you were to go there and and they're you know wearing the cowboy hat the book. The bum Phillips cowboy hat, and they're wearing your uniforms, and they're trying to stick it to you, and you just and you stuck it to them. I mean, it's it's it was a it was a it was a pretty big win. It was a pretty pretty damn good win. Um, we'll go over the playoff scenarios when we come back uh, right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five because we got to take a break uh, right now, Lance. Hey, so- this guy isn't this isn't true, is it? Uh, Concept Mayhem, who's a big Iowa fan, he says, hey, in all this transfer portal talk, don't overlook Iowa quarterback Deacon Hill, who's one of the most sought-after targets in the market, and he's got no an asterisk next to market, and it says the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be bagging groceries. Well, no, no, or maybe he it. just makes eating. No, he's eating. Um, oh, wait, that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the joke. 
Oh yeah. my gosh! The farmers market—you could have said farmers, the farmers market. market, right? Uh, you got to talk about wet market. You got to talk about some tequila first. Good. I get to. I don't have to. I get to. I get to talk about Maestro Bell. I get to talk about the finest Cristalino out there on the market. They started the Cristalino. They're the ones that started that uh, that category. Others have copied since then because Maestro Bell made something that everyone went, "Oh my gosh, this is good." And with Maestro Bell. We are talking about a, a, a company. It's not even a company. It's just a tequila maker that has used generations uh, to fine-tune what it is that they're doing, their process, the ingredients, how it's aged. Now, you know, they, they have perfected it years ago, but they've been at Tequila Mexico making this tequila, and now they have really expanded into the States, and they're beginning to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, our boy Kobos had some the other day at Kobos Q, and we were having some the other day. People re- commented on how smooth it was. It was just the silver. Like, that's their standard silver. Step up to the Reposado, the Añejo, the Cristalino, and you're on a completely different category when it comes to a sipping tequila. Maestro Dobel. Wherever fine liquors are sold, it's Maestro Dobel. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. I don't get it. You never know what you're going to get. 